welcome to Touch by Prayer. I am so excited, my goodness gracious. It is going to be a fantastic show, my goodness. Okay, so the last time that I had my guest on, we had so much fun and she, okay, so Christine Ballas has so, so many um, insightful um understandings. I'm, I'm trying to think of the right words. I'm just so excited that she's here <laughs> um, about God's Hebraic calendar. And she does these incredible chalkboard teachings. So if you guys can share, 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 share. If you are watching on Cloud Hub, we got Cloud Hub channel 131. Make sure that you subscribe to my Cloud Hub so that you do not miss. Make sure that you say a quick hello. We got a giveaway. We got all kinds of stuff happening. Today it is going to be so awesome, so so awesome. So without further ado, I am going to bring on Christine Vallas. Christine, thank you so much for coming on Touch by Prayer. I am so excited to have you here. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I always Absolutely. love connecting with um, another Jersey girl. So hey, yes. come on, Jersey girls, <laughs> <together>, right? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. <laughs> Okay, we found each other. Well, I found you because I started watching mm -hmm. your chalkboard teaching and I became addicted because yeah. they are so chock full of information. <laughs> and I always believed that that God really had a purpose for the days. I never felt that it was like an accident because like even the day that I was born, when I looked it up and I realized that the number 16 meant love, I was like, huh. Wait a second. There is no coincidence. And these days are so, so important. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, I was just going to say, I think a lot of us know uh, or say that we're in a certain season and we kind of say these things in general, like the Lord is, you know, guiding me through this season. It's a dry season or it's a it's a it's a joyful season. But there really, there really are specific seasons and not only seasons, but months and, and, you know, the Lord is a good shepherd more than we know. So, um, so this uh, calendar is just another one of the things that he's created just to point back to him and to confirm our steps. You know, I always like to put the disclaimer out there when people start getting exposed to the Hebrew calendar, they get so excited about it and then they almost like forget to read their Bibles, you know, so no, no, no. Um, I'm going to say that right off the top that, you know, we know that even God said that his um, his word is above his own name. So so nothing goes above the Bible. But the, the calendar is just an, another thing that he created to confirm our steps and con and encourage us as we walk with him. Yeah. Well, OK, so one of the things that I absolutely love about your teaching is because um, and I, I think I asked you the very first time that we met, uh -huh. I said, are you, are you a school teacher? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Because, because the way that you, you put things, it's so easy to understand and you're able to really mm. like break things down and you can also back things up with the Bible, which is what you were saying, that it's so import important. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Staying mm. in that word. Because the word of God is always going to confirm the things. Yes. Like we can always use the word of God to confirm the different things. Yes. Amen. We have to. And that's why we have to know it. Otherwise, we'll just fall for anything. Absolutely. You know? and, right. 
Absolutely. And that's, that's one of the things about the chalkboard teachings is because each of the months, each of the months, and everybody's already saying she is so good at it, because I agree. She is so good. Yeah, but you guys don't even know that she's not only is she super smart, and she's like super artistic, she also is a voice. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, so one of the things that, um, that I wanted to talk about, because we just went through Rosh Hashanah. Right. Right. And so we are actually in a new year. We are. We are yes. in a new year. So, but um, you also said that you wanted to talk about this month, because this month mm -hmm. we are tabernacling. Come on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah, tabernacle with Jesus. Yeah, we're in the Feast of Tabernacles. So there's mm -hmm. so much to talk about. You know, this could go on. To, what time are we quitting tonight? I mean, <laughs> well, you know, it's all Holy Spirit driven. Yeah. So every midnight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's, can we just, I'd like to go a little backwards just because I backwards. feel like 2020 we got robbed because mm. 2020 was supposed to be the year of the mouth. Well, it was the year of the mouth. It's the whole yes. decade of the mouth. It still huh. is. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, let's yes. talk about that, that. It's a decade. It's a decade. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to just show here. Hopefully this will, can okay. you guys see that? Yep, okay. Sure it's straight. Okay. So this is the chalkboard I did for um, 5780. So that was last year. And I have a chalkboard teaching on the whole year, but you, you notice it says 5780. So we entered into the 80s decade last year. So just like, you know, we, we were in the 80s before, right? <laughs> Remember, Lisa, um, you know, with the big hair and the hairspray. And so um, God's calendar Absolutely. is, yeah, so it's the whole decade. And so in the chalkboard teaching last year, we learned that um, the number 80, if we, if we look at the, the numbers, we can gain prophetic insight because numbers are connected to the Hebrew alphabet and the alphabet, every letter has a number, a picture, an action. It even has a musical note. It's pretty awesome. So um, yeah, yeah. That means the scriptures actually have music embedded in them. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Nice. That's Wait, now, now you're speaking my <laughs> now you're speaking my love language because God has been waking me up with songs mm -hmm. right now and and I don't know what this mm -hmm. is about but He's been waking me up with songs from the '60s. Wow, Martha mm -hmm. wow. okay. Vandell. Yeah, I don't okay. know what it is. I'm, I'm going on. All, All right. right, keep going. Well, we're in the '80s and <laughs> not too far from the '60s. So uh -huh. so now you were mentioning about the mouth. So so the number eighty is connected to the Hebrew letter pay. And let me see if I could bring this back up. Um, I think it's right here on the center of the chalkboard. See right there? That's what the letter looks like. And so that letter pay has a value of 80 right here. And so it's a picture of the mouth, an opening. It means to decree, to declare. So the whole decade, the Lord is highlighting the importance of our mouths, our words, and the two scriptures that really jumped out were, um, I mean, there's so much in the Bible about, you know, how we are to speak, how we are to move our, our mouths, right? Um, but the two scriptures that really jumped out were Proverbs 18.21, and that says, death and life are in the power of our tongues, right? So 
just to be cautious of what when we're talking and not just talking, texting, typing, emailing, all that stuff, any kind of communicating. And then the other key verse is Matthew 1, 2, 3, 4. You can't get any easier um, than that. And that's um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So all that to say, as we came into the 80s, the Lord is saying, you know, the, it is so important to guard your heart because out of it comes the wellspring of life. Because whatever we plant in our heart, whether good or bad, is going to come out in our lives and often right out of our mouths. <laughs> so that okay. has been the 80s. Now, we, we began that decade last year around this time. And now um, Rosh Hashanah just happened on um, Friday night, September 18th. And so at that time, the, the Hebrew calendar flipped over, the civil calendar year. And so now we're in 81. 5781. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. The 80s. Yeah. We're back in the 80s. Yeah. So, um, so now, you know, it's so 80 is going to be running through the next, you know, nine, nine years, all the whole decade from, from, from 5780 all the way to 5789. So God is just, um, really going to hone in on, um, our mouths and all the different, things that he wants to teach us about. So with all that being said, like you were saying earlier, really, it shouldn't surprise us that the enemy would come against our mouths. If God is highlighting our mouths, uh, you know, just highlighting how we are to be his mouthpiece of truth and love, guarding our heart, doing all these things, you know, it really shouldn't surprise us in hindsight. You know, I was thinking about that, you know, but, um, you know, of course, with the masks, everyone wearing masks and people feeling that they can't talk. And then a lot of people talking, you know, lies and fear and doubt. So on, on one hand, you've got the mouth covered. But on the other hand, you got a lot of mouth speaking truth or lies. Right. So. Um, so but but here's the encouragement as we move forward. And even during this past year, the Lord just reminded me with all the shutdowns, all the quarantines, all that stuff. He's like, guess what? The word of God cannot be bound, right? Come on. Put a mask on, do whatever you want. But the word of God cannot be bound. It's impossible. It just, it's, it's a, it's a living, active, sharpening two-edged sword. It goes on and on, right? So, um, so he wants to encourage us with that. And he wants us to just continue moving forward. And, you know, what is it? Isaiah 54, right? 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises up against you, you shall condemn. Not God. We shall condemn. So that doesn't mean, you know, when someone speaks out against us, we, we punch them in the nose or something. We, you know, we knock them out. No, we are, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but principalities, right? So, so any of those uh, words that come against us, we don't receive them. We condemn them. We don't receive them into our hearts because if we do, what's going to happen? They will produce bad fruit really in our heart. So anyway, so that is the encouragement of 5780. We are still to go on as his mouthpiece. And now the Lord has even further instruction, which is awesome, because now we are not only looking at the 80 we're looking at the 80 and the one together. So we're going to look at that.
Come on, yeah. let's yeah. let's go ahead you and look, look at it. Okay, okay, yes. we'll and okay. well, you know, yeah. I did. I did want to say something. I was thinking because as you were talking about the mm-hmm. '80s, I was like, mm-hmm. wasn't the '80s the year of the shifting of a sound? Mm. There was a shifting yeah. that happened in the '80s. That I was like very, yeah, right. I I do too. But every but there was it was right. a very specific. It You're right. It, shifted and it started mm-hmm. to bring in a new movement. It started something different. The 80s, mm-hmm. definitely 80s was the year that we started MTV. Right. That's had right. Music videos before. Mm-hmm. Also, the 80s mm-hmm. was the year that we started to have like HBO and it had all of these right. programming stations that we were mm-hmm. starting to get. It was the beginnings of even the computer age. Yeah. We're, right. we're starting to get so 80s was mm-hmm. a very very big informational and sure. also sound there was a different yeah. sound like even like the do you remember the sound that you used to get for internet connection oh yeah there was a sound yeah 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 yeah, that, yeah. Rah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. you know but there was a sound yeah. and so when you were talking about the mm-hmm. 80s and that is so interesting yeah because true even the music had a different sound it was very different than 70s that's right the mm-hmm. 70s was a lot of like stories, lots and lots mm-hmm. of stories. Yep. That's what the 70s were. And it, yep. and I actually did a little research because they said that in the 70s, they were trying to get people out of that war mentality. So ah. they were trying to kind of do that bubblegum kind of music. But mm-hmm. then in the 80s, you had that techno pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when things True. exploded and you had people like Madonna and you had Prince yeah. and you had all of these huge icons it's that true. really started to to shift the culture. So I'm sorry, I yeah. just wanted to pull that up. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. On so top, go ahead and let's... In addition, the big hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, come on. How much hair is <laughs> And the Aquanet. I feel like my hair is so flat right now. I should have done it bigger. Um, no, you look <laughs> You know, okay, the 80s. So, the 80s. Well, so 81. 81. Yeah. 81. So look 81. Um, so, but before I do that, before yes. I do that, I want people to be equipped with their iPhones. And I don't know if I um, share the share this um, with you guys, but you can actually add the Hebrew calendar on your iPhone. And so, I, I just want to share that with everyone. I don't know how you do it with the Android. I'm sure you can do it somehow. But you go into your settings on your phone, and then you go to calendar. And when you go to calendar, there's a button that says alternate calendars, and then you pick Hebrew. And then every time you turn on your phone where it um, will say, you know, the time and the date, it'll actually show, you know, that right now, 18th of Tishri, 5781, right there on my, where is it? There we go, on my phone. And also have the calendar. So take advantage of getting the Hebrew calendar on your phone while well, it's still available. I don't know if you can see yeah. it. Yeah, I have yeah. I have it too. I put it. You well, did? you showed me how to do Well, you, oh, I did? you did it okay. for me. <laughs> I did well, we do saw, it for you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah. We saw each other. I get excited. Yeah. I get excited. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I have a little video on it. If you missed the instructions, um, you know, we can put up the link later. But okay. Now I'll, we'll get into 5781. And I thought I would just put oh, the chalkboard no. here. All right. Voila. I'm going to put myself down here and you okay. just go ahead and I teach hope. away. All right. Well, here. How is oh, that? Wait, I'm going to I'm going to have to take that off. Can you take that off? Yeah, okay. I can. There you go. Right. I'm just down in the corner. See me? Oh, is that you all the way down there? Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, we still see you. Okay. Yeah. And we're we're you guys are able to see this. Okay. So, um, so here we are now, fifty-seven eighty-one, and I hope this is looking good. Yep. Okay. You are good. All right. 
Okay. So, um, so now we have 80 plus the one. And before we get into what the one means, first of all, where does this number even come from? 5781. When I first was learning about this and I would see these numbers, 5775 and all the, I was like, where, where are these people coming up with this year? You know, like, where does this even come from? So let me fill you in. This number is actually based on the physical um, creation of the world. So rabbis and biblical scholars believe that 5,781 years ago, 81 years ago, um, is when the Lord created the earth. So this number is based on the physical birth of the earth. And so it's also that civil calendar that flips over. So it's the numerical year. Now, just to give you um, a background too, there is a spiritual year that occurs in the spring. And that, guys, is um, based on our spiritual birth when um, in, in the month of Nisan um, at Passover and when Jesus died, rose and resurrected. So we have a physical new year and we have a spiritual new year. And I'll just give you the, the relationship here because I thought, Lord, how, how is it that you have two new years? You've got this one here, Rosh Hashanah, and then in the spring, there's another one. I don't get that. And so he said, well, you had two births, right? You have a physical birth, which is kind of matching this Rosh Hashanah, physical birth of the earth. And then you have a spiritual birth, right? And that happens in the spring. So that's a great way for me anyway. I hope that you, you make that connection there, that how can God have two new years on his calendar? Well, just the same way we do. We have the physical birth and then we have that higher spiritual birth. And so I just wanted to give you a little insight there. But um, so this 5781 is based on the physical birth of the earth, okay? So we know now that the 80 is connected to the Hebrew letter pay. It means a mouth, an entrance to speak, decree, declare. And so we see that, and now we look here at the one, and the one is connected to the Hebrew letter Aleph right here, and it looks like that right there. So um, the Aleph is the first letter, the Aleph Bet, right? That's where it comes from, the alphabet. This is the first letter of the Aleph Bet. It means an ox, a father, God. It means to lead and to teach. So when I was looking at both of these numbers together, I thought, wow, okay, so wait a minute. That's really who God is, right? Isn't he... Um, isn't he the first, right? He's also the last, but he is the first. He is our father. He leads us by his word, right? That's how he does it. His word is a lamp into our feet. So this is a picture. 81 is really a picture of who God is and how he leads us. And so guys, we're made in his image to do likewise. And that's where I felt the Lord is saying that as we move forward here into 5781, we are to lead by his word. Can you see that there? Yes. Yeah? Okay, yeah. good. Any questions so far or should I keep going? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. You are doing so, awesome. Okay, awesome. I Thanks guys for tuning in. I see there's a, 24 of you out there. So thank you for, for tuning in. Okay, awesome. So here's the, the thing. Okay, so God's saying, lead by his word, but 
we have to know his word. We have to be in his word. If we're, how can we lead by his word if we're not even in his word? Right? Mm, so it all goes back to relationship with him. It all goes back there. And that's why well, I'm pointing here, but I mean to point here. Okay, all the way over here. Matthew 1, 2, 3, 4. Again, go, it, it speaks of out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's about getting in his word, spending time in his word, and allowing his word to get into us. You know, I mean, because we can only give out what we have, right? So, so that time that we spend in his word, what does it do for us, right? When you're in uh, your devotional time or even during the day, just talking with the Lord, but meditating on his word, it transforms us, right? And so this is what the chalkboard is supposed to represent here um, on this far corner here. Hiding God's word in his heart, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And when you do, you start meditating on the scriptures. And that's what this upper portion is. It's this girl here who, who is planting God's word in her heart. She begins to meditate. This is her, her head here, her crown. These are her thoughts. And this is a, supposed to represent a scroll of, the, of the, the Bible, okay? So you start meditating on these things and on, on what the word says about you because we know I mean, if this is not a year where we've seen it, that the world tries to conform us to its pattern, right? Romans 12. And, and what does that word say? It says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this wor world. Don't be constricted by what this world says, but be transformed. That's what we want, right? We want a transformation. Nobody wants to be conformed. I mean, I have a hard time even putting a mask on. I hate it, you know? And so I don't want to I don't want to be conformed. I want to be transformed. And that's what the word of God does. So as we get into his word, we meditate upon it. It transforms us. We discover who God is. We discover how much he loves us unconditionally, right? And we discover our authority in him. And that's supposed to be represented here with her crown and everything. So when you know that God loves you, he is for you, he is not against you, 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 um, you can trust him, right? When you know somebody loves you, you can trust him. So obedience kind of just flows naturally out of that. And you have a boldness now to share. So... Yeah. So a lot of a lot of us sometimes think, oh, what is my ministry? I have to, I what's my ministry going to be? Hmm, what am I good at? Or what is this? Or what is that? Ministry, I believe, is just an overflow of your relationship with God. Out of your time with Him, out of your just enjoying God's Word, He's going to bring things in your life. Um, you know, He's going to bless the work of your hands. So. It's all out of that out, uh, overflow of our relationship with him. So, you know, meditating on how much God loves you is not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not bad just to just hang out and say, wow, Lord, how much do you love me? Show me how much you love me. Um, that's not a selfish prayer because Galatians 5, 6 says that faith works by love. So 
the more we know that God loves us, the more we are established in his word, and the more we know that we have this confidence that we can trust him because he loves us, then we're going to go forth. Then we're going to realize, hey, I do have authority. Hey, I do have a purpose. He said it. It's true. I can trust him. He loves me. So I'm going to go forward and I'm going to lead by his word because he leads me so awesomely by his um, word. Is that a word? Awesome. That, so, is, that yeah. is a great word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, we can't lead by his word if we're not being led by his word or if we don't even know his word. So in Acts, it talks about the Bereans who were in the word for themselves. You know, they weren't just listening to somebody talk about God's word. They were saying, hey, I'm going to go check that out for myself. It sounds good or no, that doesn't sound right. So so we have to know the word of God for ourselves. Otherwise, we will fall for anything. Okay. Mm. So, so that's what 5781 is really, I just feel like the mandate of the Lord this year. And so up on the top of the chalkboard, I've listed just, um, I guess there's five uh, scriptures up there listed. And so um, I encourage you guys um, just to unpack these scriptures on your own and, um, and other scriptures that talk about, you know, our words and leadership. But these are the ones that popped out to me. So real quick, I'll just touch on them briefly. Um, so the first section here is out of Exodus 4, and it's talking about um, Moses when God called him and uh, said, hey, um, go back to Egypt and you're going to be my mouthpiece. And, you know, um, you're going to you're going to bring freedom to my people my way this time, you know, not by not by killing the Egyptians you're going to go back there and you're going to deliver people not by killing them, but by, um, by speaking my word. And isn't that what Moses did? You know, so he spoke the word of God and after, after a time, Pharaoh let them go. But what happened to Moses right off the bat? He said, what he gave excuses, you know, he was like, I'm not eloquent. I can't talk. And so if you're feeling like that, and I think we all do at, at one point or another, the Lord would say to you just what he told Moses. And he said, go and I will be with your mouth and I will teach you what to say. So that is such encouragement. And especially, I mean, there's so much we can learn from Moses, but Moses, I mean, at that point, you know, he had lost everything really. You know, he was a man without a country. He was in the middle of the desert there. He probably thought his best days were behind him. He lost his authority. He lost his royalty. So, you know, when we give our lives to God, he gives us, um, you know, he restores what the locusts have eaten and he gives us a position of royalty and authority that we can never lose, you know, and he's for us and he's not against us. I mean, we we have so much encouragement from the Lord. So that is a picture of just the encouragement that the Lord would give us. At just he encouraged Moses. He is encouraging us to go forward as his mouthpiece and bring deliverance to people. Okay, now the next scripture is out of Jeremiah chapter one. And um, again, similar story. Jeremiah was called at a young age to be a prophet of God to the nations, you know, not just like his neighborhood, to the nations, you know? So again, the first response was, Lord, I can't speak, I'm just a kid, you know? And so again, a lot of us, maybe we say that, or maybe we say I'm too old, one or the other, but you know, the Lord would say 
to us again exactly what he told Jeremiah. And basically what he said to Jeremiah was, stop saying that you are too young. You know, stop saying um, what you're not. Stop being hung by your own tongue, really. And start decreeing and declaring who I say you are because that's the truth. And again, we can't really um, say those things from our heart unless we know that it's true. And how do we know it's true? We know it's true if we can trust God, if we if we know he loves us. So again, it all goes back to have that foundation of, of that love relationship with, with Jesus. And so the Lord just encouraged him to speak forth, not his deficiencies, but who he was as God saw him in the spirit there. And so... So he also encouraged Jeremiah that he would never leave him. His presence would go with him and that he even blessed his mouth, you know. So how much more, guys, us, you know, we have the Holy Spirit um, residing in us 24-7. You know, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come and go. So um, so we have um, this this Holy Spirit in us. We have the, We have God himself abiding in us. So we are... We are fully equipped to go forth as his mouthpiece. And the Lord says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, right? It totally relates to this. Okay, the next section on the scroll is the book of Proverbs. And so the first scripture is 1821. That's out of um, uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue, right? So, I mean, Proverbs, you can just live in Proverbs and it'll just give you so much instruction about our mouths and our words and how we are to speak. But the chapter that really jumped out at me, believe it or not, was 31, chapter 31. And a lot of us are familiar with that um, chapter as it's um, known as the Proverbs 31 woman. But it's really, you know, the man or woman. And so we want to um, get some instruction here because that portion of scripture talks about speaking for those who can't speak for themselves, um, speaking for uh, to those who are appointed to die, and um, bringing forth justice to the poor and needy. So again, leading by his word, guys, um, we have the truth, we have encouragement, we have um, justice from his word. So, um, so if you think about it, you know, spend some time with the Lord and ask him, Lord, who is it? that in my life that um, they cannot speak for themselves, whether, you know, because physically they can't speak or mentally they're not able to, um, you know, it could be children or the elderly or the disabled. So we are called to be their mouthpieces, to represent them and to represent them by God's word. And of course, those um, speaking for those who have been appointed to die, of course, the first thing I think of when I read that scripture are, are the unborn you know, um, on their way to an abortion clinic, right? And so we want to speak life. And also, what about um, those who have been given a death sentence from a doctor's report, right? We want to speak the truth of God's word. We are called to speak a word in due season. And even for, you know, people that are walking around discouraged, depressed, you know, God's word, guys, is like... Um, 
it's like CPR, <laughs> you know, it, it resuscitates us and, and we are called to bring that word to them. So, um, you know, that song talking about music, Lisa, speak life, uh, Toby Mac. I mean, this mm -hmm. is like a great song for this year. I was listening to it as I was like studying for the chalkboard when I was, um, studying up on this. I'm like, this is the song that I need to sing all year. So, um, but that's our, our, our call because we can speak death or life. And, um, what else did I want to say about that? Proverbs 31. Um, I th yes, toward the end of the book, um, that chapter, I should say, it says that um, the Proverbs 31, man or woman opens their mouth with wisdom on their tongue and the law of kindness is also in their mouth. So again, how can we give wisdom when somebody asks you for advice? Um, how can you really give them good advice if you're not in the word? The word is wisdom. And, you know, his God's word is tied, uh, tried, tested and true. Um, there's nothing above it. It's never going to go away. And so we can trust it. And so um, so as we spend time in his word, we'll be able to give that wisdom out. And, you know, God always packages his wisdom with love. So um, as believers, too, we have um, love. Right. That's one of the fruit of the spirit. We have it to the capacity to the full in our spirit. So, so we can, we can also dispense wisdom with love to others. So let's be aware of those people that are coming to us. Let's give them God's wisdom right from his word, pointing them to Jesus. All right, moving along. How are we doing? Are we hanging? We're doing there? good. No, nope, keep good? going. We're, We're still good. Hanging? Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging in guys. So second <laughs> Timothy four, two, this one says, um, preach the word in season and out of season, in patience, with all kindness, all that, right? So basically saying, be ready whenever I tell you, you know, and sometimes this is so easy because it's like, oh, what a perfect opportunity. Yes, let me share. But often, <laughs> often it's not so convenient or we just don't feel like it or we feel like I can't say someone something to that person, you know? So the Lord is just saying, hey, stop it, <laughs> you know, be, um, don't be walking so much in the flesh, you know, usually when we're, um, when we're uh, not willing to speak to somebody, when God presents it, it's because we're in the flesh, really, you know, we're, we're looking at our, our um, schedule for the day, or I don't have time for this right now. So if we repent of that, basically, instead of looking at our own, you know, schedule for the day, let's look at who I am in the spirit. Let's look at who God is and let's, you know, be open <laughs> to, um, and be willing to share. So, so when we do guys, we will be able to share from our spirit, from that patience that is within us to the full, we tap into that and then we can share, we can exhort, we can encourage, we can even give correction all with love. So, um, so again, be aware of those opportunities. Don't let them pass us by, right? Let's make the most of every opportunity. And then the last here is Hebrews 4.12. And um, I'm just going to read the whole scripture because it's that powerful. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is a great one. So, for the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So, wow. I mean, 
that word, every time I read that, I just get excited and um, it quickens in my spirit. And even Jesus says that his words um, that he speaks are spirit and life because the spirit gives life. The flesh profits nothing. When you get a word from God, it quickens you. It gives you life, right? So um, so we want to we wanna use the word of God and um, this... Um, Scripture here talks about it as a sword. So let's look at that because it's kind of depicted here in the chalkboard front and center here. And so here it says it's it's sharper than any two-edged sword. So again, um, God's word is, is not um, to hurt us like a, a sword that's going to injure us, but it's a sword that perfectly cuts away those things in our life that are detrimental to us, those things that are robbing us from life. Almost like a surgeon would cut out, you know, something that doesn't belong in your body, right? Like a tumor or something. So that's what the word of God does. It brings healing and it brings rest, not and not only to our body, but to our soul and our spirit. It's like that perfect um, healing agent. It's the word of God. Now, it's also part of our armor that's talked about in Ephesians. And this um, sword is called the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's the only um, piece of the armor that's offensive, right? And um, so we use the word of God, not against people um, as, as our weapon, but against the enemy, because he you know, will often speak lies to us. So that's when we take the word of God and we cut it down, just like Jesus did when, when he was in the desert. When the enemy was speaking lies to him, Jesus took the word of God as a sword of the spirit and he cut down the enemy's lies with that. So, so that's what we're called to do, guys. And so as we do, we use the word of God by the Holy Spirit. He will teach us how to rightly handle the word of God and even more as we spend time with him, ask him for revelation. He, you know, what author doesn't want to tell you about his book, right? So just ask him and he'll tell you, he'll give you insights, he'll, he'll reveal mysteries. And then we can use the word of God, not only in our own lives, but but also to def to um, defeat and take down these those lies of the enemy. And again, we use the word of God, the sword of the spirit from a place of victory, standing um, from a position that, you know, we the battle has already been won. So um, so that is the awesome word of God. And those are awesome scriptures to meditate upon. And um I just have a few more things to say about them about the year. Can, absolutely. Yeah. I can still go on. Oh, okay. Absolutely. You still good? Okay. I'm still so good. so one other thing I want to talk about, both of the letters ha have something interesting about them. The the pay, the 80 has two forms, almost like a lowercase and a capital. And so you think about it, our mouth has two forms, right? Open and closed. And and Aleph over here, the number one, that's known as a silent letter. So I'm thinking, okay, Lord, all right, what are you trying to say? So, so, you know, God's word says we are to walk by the spirit, but I was like, the Lord is like, yeah, and talk by the spirit. Okay. So beware of idle words. And, um, you know, so know when to open your mouth, know when to close it. And how do we know? How do we know? Like, when should I say something? When not? Again, it's abiding in him. 
and he will let us know when to open our mouth and when to keep it closed. And um, Proverbs again, 1728 talks about um, even how a fool looks wise when he keeps his mouth shut, right? I think we've all experienced that around a table. Somebody doesn't really say anything and they seem like the smartest guy in the room, you know? So so just because it's it's the year and decade of the mouth doesn't mean we just nonstop talk, you know? So, um, so let's just keep abiding in him and he'll give us the cue. He'll give us that nudge. We just got to, you know, pay attention to what he says. And then lastly here, the flame in the middle is just encouraging us, reminding us of the importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, all you have to do is ask the Lord. He will not withhold any good thing from you and you will be given power to do works and even greater works than Jesus did. And that includes um, the manifestation of praying in the spirit, praying in tongues, which prays the perfect will of God. Um, it refreshes you. It edifies you. I think it's such a time saver too, personally. And yes, people are putting flames up there. So the Lord is saying, if you've never received the gift, um, the baptism, you know, now's the time. And if you have it, don't neglect it. And if you've been doing it, keep doing it. And um, even Psalm 81 in here, the year 81, um, the Lord would encourage us with the scripture that says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. So um, so that's just awesome encouragement. And, you know, the bottom line is that this mandate or this um, this slogan here that I felt the Lord gave me is not impossible. We we have as believers, we are fully equipped with everything we need. What more do we need? I mean, we've got, first of all, all. Um, you know, all of the Lord's encouragement. He's for us. He's not against us. He's given us the Holy Spirit, which is all the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, you got, you've got everything. Um, you've got his word. Um, what else do you want? You know, so, um, and we've got our mouths. So all we have to do is use them and abide in him. It's that easy. And um, we make it too hard. So um, God is for us. It's an exciting new year. He wants us to just move forward um, in faith, in trust, and leading by his word, and of course, being led by his word. That's the only way we're going to do it. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's there's so much in that chocolate. There's a lot. I know. There's it's so much lot. in that. I'm no, no, sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. no hear my heart on this. It's a lot. Yeah. Because I just, I just had my daddy's girl conference. Mm -hmm. So my daddy's girl conference actually took place on Rosh Hashanah on, right. on New Year. So what was so crazy is it was called following the flame. Uh, perfect. Yes. Perfect. And, and so because daddy's girl is all about the crown, I, I'm looking at this and I'm yes. also, I'm also seeing like the, the, the things that, that I've been having um, since daddy's girl, where I have been, I have been called to be this like Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm mm -hmm. like listening to all this stuff and I'm like, Okay, Lord, you're just really like freaking me out a little bit right yeah. now because there was so much in it. But mm -hmm. but see, that's the whole thing because mm -hmm. we talk about um, some of the um, the different women in the Bible. Well, we'll mm -hmm. especially like um, if we talk about Deborah, who was a prophet mm -hmm. and a judge, but a mother above all things. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. she also came from the tribe of Issachar, so she yes. knew the times and the season. 
She understood times and seasons. So there is there's something about when you can come into sync with God's times and with his seasons. That's why I really believe that your teachings are so necessary for people mm. to have their to get them so that they can understand what God is doing. Because even yeah. like we started to talk a little bit about tabernacle, but let's let's talk a little bit more about that because yeah. that's where we are right now. We are. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So Absolutely. the Feast of Tabernacles is the last feast of um, in God's calendar um, here in this month of Tishri. It is like packed with with um, feasts. And so we had the Feast of Trumpets, which was right on Rosh Hashanah. And then we had um, the Days of Awe leading up to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. So that awakening, that returning, repenting. And then it, it, it ends um, with a wonderful celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles, where the Lord is calling us to rejoice. And mm. so... Um, so that's where we are right now. And that is a seven day feast. And it started Friday night, this past Friday night. What was that? Um, October 2nd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it will end this coming Friday. So, um, so this feast of tabernacles is my favorite feast. I think of all because it's, it's connected with tents. <laughs> and when I saw people were putting tents up during this feast, I'm like, what? That's so fun. You know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so who doesn't like a tent? So if you want to check out, um, you know, where this whole idea of, uh, you know, setting up a tent comes from, um, let me just get my little notes here. Um, Leviticus 23 verses 33 and 44, Deuteronomy 16, 13 through 17. And so God basically instructed Moses um, to tell the Israelites to, to have this feast that the men would come up to Jerusalem after, and, and often families did, but men were required to go. But um, they were to come up after they gathered in their summer harvest, basically after they did all their work, right? And so here's what's cool as this jumped out at me this year. Um, it's a seven day feast and the Lord in the scripture says, now the first day of the feast, this is what I want you to do. I want you to rest. I want you to celebrate all of your hard work and celebrate my blessing on your fields, basically, and rest. And I think that's so awesome because that's the heart of God. He always wants us to, to begin from a place of rest. And even in this new year, he's saying, you know what? Take a whole week of resting and rejoicing. Um, and so as you look in the scripture, they even, you know, gathered like palm branches. They would make these bouquets and wave them, rejoicing, thanking the Lord for the harvest that was past and to come. And so now the tent idea is, is brought up here in scripture. And he says, now during this time, build a tent and, and set it up for seven days. And the reason why was that so that the generation will know that I am the Lord who brought Israel out of Egypt and caused them to live in tents. So when I read that, I think, wow, okay, so the Lord is, and he instructed um, the Israelites and even us, we can look at this as if we do set up a tent during this Feast of Tabernacles, that, you know, we are to get in there and, Remember God's faithfulness. 
right? If we read through Exodus, we see that what happened to the Israelites? They were living in the desert 40 years, you know, and God provided for everything for them, right? And their clothes didn't wear out and their shoes didn't, you know, everything, you know? So, so it goes on and on. And um, then it goes to say, not only are they to rest in the tent, but they are to rejoice. And so again, here's the thing is that if someone, if, if, if anyone says, oh, rejoice, rejoice in Lisa or rejoice in someone or, you know, you can't really rejoice in someone you don't know. Right. Or I guess you could, you could fake it. You could say, oh, yay, Lisa. Fake it till you make it, right? Yeah, yeah, right? But really, uh-huh. you know, that's, it's imitating. And, and, you know, we, we've probably all done it. You know, we see it, you know, often, you know, someone doing this, so we'll do this, you know? So, but it all comes back to relationship. We can really, we're, we're setting up our sukkahs, we're in our tents, but God's calling us to rest and rejoice. But really that true rest and really rejoicing always, it goes back to, um, does God love, does God even love me? You know, if we know that we're loved by him, we can trust him. We can rest. We can sleep. We can rejoice. We can do everything. It all comes out of love. So this year, I really felt like the Lord is saying, you know, during this time of tabernacles, just be reacquainted with your first love, with with your daddy's love. And out of that, you won't have to um, force yourself to rejoice. You won't have to force yourself to rest in me. It'll just come automatically because it's just going to be the overflow of the relationship. And, and even at the end in scripture, it talks about giving a free will offering. And even in the old Testament, I think that's funny, a free will offering where everything was so like, you must do this, you must do that. And so, um, so even back then free will offering, and even now during tabernacles, a lot of people are giving in this season And the Lord would say this too, that again, we give because we love the Lord, right? So it all comes out of that relationship. And here's an important thing. You know, we've probably all heard the scripture that God loves a cheerful giver. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have to give something. It's tabernacles. Oh, you know, let me write a check to, who should I write? Okay. Um, how much should I, how much should I, do I have to give them a hundred? Uh, you know. Joy is our barometer in giving. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have joy in giving to someone or something or some church or anything, don't give that and don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it because God says, I love a cheerful giver. So if you're not cheerful, if you're not joyful in giving to a certain ministry or a certain anything, don't give and it's okay. Find a place where you are joyful in giving, you know, and that is what the, that's what the Lord means by, by saying that because I mean, I think we can all relate. We don't want to get a gift from somebody um, just because they yeah. feel like they have to. We say, keep your gift, right? You know, like, I don't want your gift, keep your gift. You know? And so, you know, I mean, that's a Jersey thing. But, um, but you know, the Lord, the Lord really wants, he, he just wants our hearts. He wants the, the genuine gift out of a heart of truly joy. And so that's why he says, God loves a cheerful giver. So, and that all comes back to our love relationship. So basically, you know, that's the Feast of Tabernacles. It's setting up tents, you know, remembering the faithfulness of God. If you can really set up a tent, it's awesome. Like I said, this is my favorite holiday. But this year, 
we can't set up a tent. We were traveling half the time. Now we're going away again. So I'm just going to go under my covers like tonight and be in a tent with God. And he Aww. will just love it just the same. So you can just throw your blanket over your head. You don't, you know, God looks at our heart. And so he's just delighted when we spend time with him. So that's what Tabernacles is all about. Okay. Yeah. So, so you know what's so funny, Christine, is that because I don't understand the Jewish holiday. I mean, I don't understand mm -hmm. like the timing and everything, or at least yeah. I don't think I do. But it was funny because today I did a Periscope where I was basically saying, go away with him. Go back yeah. to that secret place with him. Go right. into, I always call it the bedchambers. Go into that mm -hmm. place of the intimacy where mm -hmm. you can spend time with your groom, with your beloved. I started right. to talk about Song of Songs and how, you know, the Shulamite woman was a smitten kitten. She was so <laughs> in love with her bridegroom that, mm -hmm. that she realized that when he left her, that there was something about that, that she mm -hmm. said, I can't even smell him. That she she missed his smell. Right. That when you have an intimacy on that level, it's like there there becomes something that that rises up inside of you that says, wait, wait, wait a second, I gotta go find it. So like you know, sometimes you'll you'll even see when somebody passes, you'll go and find their clothing and you'll mm -hmm. smell it because you miss them because they have a scent. So there's something there's something in that intimacy. Mm -hmm that um that we're craving and so in this mm -hmm. season you know the lord started talking to me this morning about you know going back and finding your first love and going and spending that time with him which was so cool but then he's the the whole thing about like the gift giving i i think that that think mm -hmm. about the people that you've sent gifts to in this last week that you didn't even realize mm -hmm. because god will cause things in your life to be like send them something send right. that person something do that send this now you know mm -hmm. and you don't even realize why you're doing it you're like okay and so you mm -hmm. just, so you just right. do it you know and you're happy to do it you're really happy to do it but you're not thinking about oh let me do this because we're in tabernacle mm -hmm. and that's what i'm supposed to do mm -hmm. god's gonna he's gonna move on your heart so that we can actually honor what is supposed to be happening even if we don't know Right. That's, that's yeah. my, my whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, God is a giver, right? He gave yes. Jesus to us, right? I mean, yes. the best gift of all. So yeah. um, when we give, we're just giving, that's, that's his image. That's who he is. So and because and we can you're never outgive him. <laughs> absolutely. And because you are such a joyful giver, you have a giveaway. <laughs> I do. How can I not have a giveaway? I mean, geez. I know. Especially <laughs> and right I'm doing now. so, I'm doing so with joy. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put in the mail and grunt. No, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what we decided is that the person who has the birthday closest to today, mm -hmm. if you can just if you can just send me a, a private message and tell me your birthday. Everybody has to be honest. But yeah. if if today is your birthday and you've watched the broadcast, please go ahead and just send me a private message. You can go to Lisa at touchbyprayer.com. Um, and just leave me your contact information with your address. And Christine is going to, please, Christine, tell them what they're going to win. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, behind door number one here, we have, uh, yeah, basically what you're going to get is this chalkboard, but it's going to be on a flashcard right here. And so you can have it, keep it in your Bible or put it on your refrigerator. And on the back, 
probably can't see all this oh, yeah, stuff can. there. You can? Yeah, okay. you can. So on the back, it gives you kind of all the scriptures up top and, you know, just what the letters mean, when, when the year starts and ends, and um, even a link over here so you can watch the chalkboard teaching. So in case you missed anything from tonight, um, I do have just basically a similar teaching on YouTube and on my um, website. You can check that out. Yeah. Yes. And if you guys oh, are interested yeah. in, in finding mm -hmm. out her, um, you can go to her website, which is christineballas.com. Yes. Uh, you also have yes. a CD. That's I, do. CD. I do. I do. I do. I have a CD here. Um, can you and see it's that? wonderful. It's beautiful. Here it is. Here it is. Yes. Um, it's original music and, um, it's just, you know, songs about my life basically and, uh, and God in my life. So they're just real stories, story songs, fun songs, all sorts of like, um, upbeat ones, slow ones. So something for everyone. Yeah. Original songs go. written by me. Yeah. There it's called go. masterpiece. So masterpiece, that's available. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm telling you, this is going to be an awesome 81 years, Amen. right? I mean, we're going to go back to 1981. That's where Amen. I'm going. Yeah. 5781. <laughs> I love, I love the fact that our voices are going to have even more purpose that we're going to be able mm -hmm. to, because I see the sword and yes. it says that the sword, it's the two-edged sword and it right. cuts away. Mm -hmm. The bone marrow, it cuts away. So, so through our words, we're going to be able to cut through the lies that are being perpetrated, that we're going to be able yeah. to speak and declare the goodness mm -hmm. and the justice. And I really mm. believe what, as people are starting to rise up and understand the importance and the power of their tongue and their message, that they're going to be able to start to decree and declare. I mean, when you put a demand on heaven, God mm -hmm. pays attention. He's like, she's putting a demand on me. I don't mm, like that because <laughs> he mm -hmm. loves us. And when you, when you were talking about love, I have such a, a huge thing about uh, hearts. I'm, I'm constantly seeing hearts. So, and, and it's my little reminder that God loves me. So I see hearts in like yeah. the craziest, the most craziest places. So today I was washing my hands in the sink when I got home from work and I saw, my gosh, I forgot to water my basil plant. And I looked at my basil plant and it was all wilted, but the basil plant, the leaves folded back. They made a heart. I oh, had two wow. hearts on this basil plant. So mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I'm going to add some water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we're going to try to bring it back to life. I'm going to go resurrect it. But mm -hmm. more importantly, there is, you know, God is always trying to remind us that he loves us. And so he's going to send little messages. He's going yeah. to do things, you know, mm -hmm. when you get into that place of intimacy, when you call, it's just like when you call for your husband, your husband answers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you call mm -hmm. on Jesus, it says that he answers. He's mm -hmm. our husband. He mm -hmm. is our bridegroom. We are the bride. Mm -hmm. We are all the bride. So we just, we have to remember that, that we can, we can go, we can go boldly into the throne room, that we don't have to be ashamed. We don't have to be embarrassed because Jesus made a way. He basically, if you think about it, Jesus was kind of like the TSA officer at the airport and we've been vetted and we have that pass that says, you don't go, have to go wait in line and you ha don't have to take off your shoes and you don't have to pull out your bags because you got that, that pass that says that you are TSA approved. 
you know, you are, are a GC approved. You are Jesus Christ approved because you're coming in through the blood. You're coming in because of the resurrection that you're able to go because when, when the father sees you, he's looking through Jesus to see mm -hmm. you, which is just so, so cool. Yeah. That I mean, the, the teaching has been phenomenal as always, uh -huh. as always. Yay. As always. So, um, okay. So if people are interested in finding the chalkboard teachings, Christine, where can they go besides Christine Ballas? Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah. Um, on my website there, I have the latest ones up, up and, um, posted there, but you can go to YouTube, everything really that I put on my website and even every, almost everything I put on Facebook is on youtube so um so you can subscribe to my youtube channel and um and it, if you sign up on my uh website to my mailing list anything i any kind of encouragements i always i i, I don't you know um overstock your your inbox um you know you'll probably get one or two emails from me a month um definitely once a month on the chalkboard teaching but any other encouragements along the way so that's another way you can get them yeah. And, and one more Facebook. thing, because yeah. you are going to be coming out with your book every year in, yes. I think it's in November, every right. year you come out with your chalkboard teachings, which is mm -hmm. basically a huge calendar, which it has is. all of the breakdowns of, of each month, of all of the, the holidays, mm -hmm. of all the important holidays and the, uh, and the significance that it has in God's calendar. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm working on that now. Uh, it's a busy season, but I'm working on that now. So it's called His Appointed Times. I think I've got my. Yeah, here's, it's okay. Here's, here's uh, last year's or this yeah. year's edition. Getting I, have, a little beat up. I have this yeah. year. Well, last year's. Uh -huh. I have last year's and I have the year before that. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's so fun. It's good to just keep, um, you know, look back to uh, at the year before. But um, so. Every month basically has a chapter with a chalkboard and, um, you know, uh, a place to journal and uh, even a Bible study for the month. And so it's, it's just a, a great way because I think even learning about these feasts and um, seasons, like I remember learning about Passover and it seemed like when I was learning about it, it was already upon me. And I was like, well, I wish somebody would have told me this two weeks ago, you know, so I could have prepared a little bit. So, so, you know, what good is, you know, uh, all these feasts and festivals and times and seasons if you don't have them in front of you. And so basically that's why I made this really for myself. <laughs> so, so I can track my life um, up against his calendar. So, so, you know, we need to be aware of the times and seasons. Um, it just, it's not essential, but it helps. It just, um, you know, it just, it, it's God is a good shepherd and he, and he wants to direct us by his calendar, I believe. Absolutely. So, um, which will just confirm his word, nothing higher than his word. So, so yeah, so that'll be coming out the new edition. Usually get it out right before Thanksgiving and it'll run from December, uh, 2020 all the way till January, 2022. Ah, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 22. Is that crazy? Yeah. Who would have thought it? 
Yeah. Who mm -hmm. would have thought? Double have twos thought? next year. That'll be fun. That's going to yeah. be a fun calendar mm -hmm. to put together. Yeah, it will. Seriously. Because <laughs> I as, start working on that now. No. I know. But you know what's so, <laughs> yes. what's so cool is because, you know, you would think, well, I get one, I get one of them. I don't need to have another one. But the reality yeah. is, is that each year is so different because each of the months is going to have a different flow because mm -hmm. of the of the year that we're in. So sure. each of them is going to have a different kind of meaning. So it's not like a regular calendar where you're like, oh, yep, it's July 4th, done. You know, no, it's like mm -hmm. there's something significant in each day. And as we go through and there's little, little days and, and days mm -hmm. that you might even want to stay away from doing something, or it might be a True. day that it's good to plan. So I always mm -hmm. ask, you know, um, I'm always, uh, you're always like, well, when, when you have this plan. And so I, I would tell you, like, yeah, oh, that's really good. That's yeah. really good. That's a really good time to have it. So, you know, True. I'm actually going to be having another daddy's girl conference in, um, of February in Texas. Wow. So it's going to oh. be the 5th, the 6th, and the 7th oh. is what I'm going to be out there. So it's the 5th and 6th. I think oh. we still haven't decided on the 7th, but yeah. Okay. So that's going to be something I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Because I think that there, it's very funny because every time mm -hmm. he gives me a date, it just kind of, my spirit just kind of goes, oh, that date. Yes. Oh, that, that, yeah. that works for me. Yeah. 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 And I think too, like with, with the calendar itself, because it's so rich and, and, and there's so much, I mean, even just looking at this year, there's so much, and it's almost impossible to get, to take everything in really, especially month by month. So, you know, when you study, um, like say, say it's your first year kind of going around God's calendar and you're, you're kind of journaling your way. And then next year you do it again. There are certain things that maybe popped out, you know, last year that, that maybe are kind of in the background this year. And so, so you just, um, you know, you see God's hand highlight certain things in different years, in different months. So that's why I always like to look back and say, wow, okay. So last year in this month, right. what did God highlight to me? And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, what can I even add to that even with this year? So, you know, he's always teaching us by his word. He's leading Absolutely. us by his word. And Absolutely. he wants and, us to lead by his word. <laughs> and it's going to be an exciting 5781. Cause I mean, oh, yeah. look at all the things, look at all the things you, you have the Proverbs mm -hmm. 31 woman or mm -hmm. Proverbs 31 people who are yes. using wisdom, who are yeah. able to go into the marketplace and make good deals mm -hmm. and they're able to buy and sell and in a smart way that, mm -hmm. that their family calls them blessed. That's right. That's it's right. A good thing. You know, right. we always look at the Proverbs 31 woman and go, I can't be her. I'm yeah. such a But that's not right. the truth. The truth mm -hmm. is that every woman can be the Proverbs 31 mm -hmm. woman if you can see yourself as that. Mm -hmm. Because God does. God already mm -hmm. does. And yeah. he has all the necessary equipment. So we don't even have to try. That's right. Because we have everything at our disposal. Amen. We're fully loaded. We are fully loaded. I am so excited about it. Okay, so I wanted to see, Christine, if you wouldn't mind just praying us out. Yes, I would love to. And thanks, you guys, for hanging in here toward the end. It was a blessing to be with you guys and share. So, yes, so, Lord, we do. We thank you, God. We thank you for the way you shepherd us, Lord. Lord, thank you so much, God, that we're not wandering this earth alone trying to figure it out. 
or, or a lot of us, you know, were at one point, but you called us, Lord, and we responded. And so, Father, just, um, Lord, we just ask that you would um, just continue to draw us to your to your word and to your great love for us. May we just never stop growing in the revelation of your love for us, Lord, because out of that, everything, everything flows from there, Lord. Um, so I just thank you uh, for your great love for us, Lord, for your your promises of a hope and a future, Lord, all the encouragement that you give us, Lord. And so I just pray over each one here on the on the program tonight, Lord, that you would just, um, that this time has been a time of reviving um, and, and um, an excitement for the new year instead of a, a dread, oh, like what is this year gonna bring? But no, um, because you always give us a hope and a future. So, Lord, I thank you for your word tonight going forth, reviving, exciting, and renewing hearts as we move into 5781 with you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah. So if you guys are interested in getting Christine uh, Vallis, if you want to get her book, His Appointed Times, that's going to be available in November. Put it on your Christmas list. You can also get her calendar. You can mm -hmm. also go subscribe to her YouTube channel because that actually brings her like that's a really good thing. So if you guys can also subscribe to her YouTube channel, that's like that's some good stuff. So you want to also do that. You want to also get her CD. You want to support. And mm -hmm. guess what? It's a time of giving. So you can always go check out her website. And if you have mm -hmm. any type of PayPal or anything that people can donate to help you to continue to preach and to spread the chalkboard teachings and to let people know just how much God's days are so important. So mm -hmm. I think that is just up. So people are already going and looking at your shop, Christine. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> Come on. There you go. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on touch by prayer mm -hmm. i'd love to have you come back on we'll do another chalkboard teaching fine about that i'd love to yeah <laughs> to get that book out we need to start getting the word out and we mm -hmm. are here to celebrate each other because everybody thank has you. gifts and talents and i love to celebrate yeah. other people's so Amen. thank you so much for, for coming on Touch by Prayer. Hold tight. I'll be with you in a second. But thank you guys for coming on Touch by Prayer. Thank you so much for sharing. Sharing is caring. If this is something that has blessed you, please make sure that you share it with your friends. We have some awesome stuff. I have Julie Lavender in the house next week. We are going to have so much fun. I have Emma Stark coming up. I also have Greg Harvey. So the green beard himself is going to be coming on Touch by Prayer. So I am super excited. Thank you guys for holding on and holding up and, uh, and sticking with us a little bit longer. Just remember to go out and touch someone. Good night.